Hey, and welcome to All Things Renovation with Brandy the Boss Lady and Paul the Wood Magician. We are a fun-loving couple who eat, breathe, and live all things renovation, and we'll be your hosts on this podcast. We created the podcast to help you take a confident role in your renovation dreams. In this series, you'll learn how to plan your renovation, know whether your project is a job for you or a contractor, how to hire and work with a contractor, and loads of pro tips on how to turn your renovation dreams into a reality. Let's jump in. This podcast is brought to you by Woodby Art. Woodby Art is a renovation company providing you a renovation experience you will actually love. We specialize in turning anything our clients can dream up, pin up, or sketch up on a napkin into reality, making their houses feel more like home. Visit us at woodbeart.com to book your complimentary consultation today with Brandy the Boss Lady and Paul the Wood Magician. Hey, and welcome to episode two of our foundation series. Congratulations! You've decided to renovate. This is the most exciting time in the process. The euphoria you feel will most likely be extinguished by all the decisions, the dust, and the struggles to realize the vision, the room, the home of your dreams. It's kind of like finding out you're pregnant. Boom! Ridiculous joy. And then the morning sickness and the pain of bringing that life into the world and the anxiety and the worry that you have as you raise that child until one day that child matures and leaves home. Each step along the way can be frustrating and rewarding. And you know what? The renovation process is like that too. The anxiety and the worry about the choices you make, the money you spend, and the people you work with. Hmm, Both hired and your partner. Hmm, Are you trying to tell me something? Your renovations can and should take less time than it takes to raise a child, especially if you find the right contractor. Keep in mind, though, Rome wasn't built in a day and your reno won't be completed in one either. You're excited and you want to get moving towards that magazine-worthy result. Great. But let's back up the truck for a moment and we're going to talk about a little thing called planning. For some, the planning stage is like having to do your taxes. The numbers can be cumbersome and trying. Unless you're an accountant who gets off on that sort of thing. That's not me. (laughs) Not me either. Project planning can also be tedious, but it is worth the effort. Proper planning will help make the project run more smoothly. Materials and fixtures can and will be ordered to allow for lead times and be available when needed. For example, you can't install tiles around a tub if the tub is yet to arrive on site and be installed. And you can't put drywall up until all your wires and plumbing are in place. Yeah, no, that's a hassle if you have to break into the drywall after it's been nasty. So where do you start? Well, the scale and scope will provide some clues as to who you need to find to collaborate with on the project. You need a designer, an architect, contractor. But even before you get looking for those professionals, something that some people fail to keep in mind is what the intention of the project is. Yeah, exactly. What's their why? Why are they wanting to do the reno in the first place? And why now? And, and the who? The who is it for? Is it for a growing family or a downsizing couple? What is it for? Is it for just function? Is it aesthetics? Is it a quick fix and then a flip, getting ready for resale? Or is it your forever home? For example, if you're doing a bathroom reno and you need to choose fixtures and layouts with different cost impacts, 
The bathroom is in the master suite and your forever home, and you have a stressful, high-level executive career, or your mom who just wants a kid-free zone. The bathroom is meant to be a quiet and serene zen place where you can just have a long bath, have some candles, a glass of wine, maybe read a trashy novel. You may elect to spend the money on that uber cool, freestanding bathtub, ridiculously beautiful faucets, and heated floors. And don't forget about the heated towel bar. Oh, yeah. There's almost nothing so luxurious as being hugged by warm towels after a shower or a bath. If you are doing a family bathroom, your choices, while still stylish, may lean towards hard-wearing, sturdy, and easily cleaned options. Yeah, no, the kids trash place. Yeah, we know that. If you're in a condo and using it as a stepping stone into the market and planning to be there for two to four years, choosing good quality fixtures, etc. at a good price point, but not overspending to the point where you'll not get your return on investment. Save the bling for your forever home. And just like a house needs a foundation, I often coach clients to answer some of the following questions to provide the foundation for their decision-making process. And as a side benefit of doing so, I like to think that getting the decision-making foundation in place may help to save the odd marriage as well. So what are your decision-making processes like? Are you someone who can make a quick decision after being provided with a couple of options and the pros and cons of each? Or are you like slower, needing time to consider and reconsider each option? How about your partner? Knowing your decision-making style and that of your partner will definitely help with the thousands of decisions you'll need to make along the way. And when it comes to actually making a decision, will one person take the lead or it will be a collaborative thing? Or maybe it'll be a mix, like one person feels more strongly about the layout, but is not as fussed about the paint colors or some of the finishes. Or in the case of a kitchen, will the main cook in the home have control over the kitchen and maybe the other control over, say, an office or a media room, for example? We learned early on to let one person take the lead and the other assist. One of us would usually have a clearer version or more skin in the game for a given project. We'd both get to the end result, but this saved us lots of time in marriage counseling. <laughs> yeah, it did for <laughs> yeah. sure. And what are your longer term goals for the property? Is it a forever home, stepping stone property, getting ready to sell or flip? The money investment will be impacted by what those goals are. Yeah, for sure. And then, and what are the needs of the family for the space? Do you have a young family or are you about to be an empty nester? How much weight will you place on your current lifestyle or your future lifestyle? Will the kids share rooms? Will there be a family bathroom or a kids only and a master? Do you have lots of sports equipment that needs a storage area for it to live in and the smell to be contained within? Or do you have a band space that you need with super deluxe soundproofing so that you know, you don't go nuts with your kid practicing the cello like a hundred times or the violin or, or what the drums. have you. Or the drums. Oh, drums, my favorite. Kids I, like I want drums. drums. Or are there any mobility issues or will there be in regards to aging in place? Like we've done a number of tub to shower only conversions recently, and that will help people age in place. And that's a big thing right now. And then what's your realistic budget? Not the cheap version for a DIYer or the beer belly and champagne taste one, but the real done to completion budget. And how are you funding the project? What's the minimum spend, the maximum spend? Are you prepared to make compromises if needed? And on a side note here, contractors are really not bad people who only count in thousands and take advantage of you while you're bent over the, over the proverbial barrel. You do need to pay for their expertise and they can guide you if you're honest about your budget. 
If you're asking for a fancy pants master ensuite, a chef's kitchen, and a back deck you could throw legendary barbecues on, but don't have the budget for all of it all at once, you could consider phasing your work, or you could choose moderately priced items, less cabinetry, or reduce the size of the deck, for instance, if you do want to get it all done at once. True. And when do you want to take the reno on? Career-wise, there is a better time of the year to be able to focus on the project, deal with the decisions, disruptions, and the stress. How about a growing family? If you need an extension to accommodate a nursery and a nanny suite, starting too close to when the baby's due is not ideal. Been there, done that. <laughs> or starting too late in hopes the project can be completed before an event, say a kitchen reno before a milestone birthday bash, or you're hosting a big Christmas dinner where the family's coming in from across the country and you haven't lived in yourself enough time. Yeah, that's for sure. Not a happy Christmas. No, there's always there's always somebody who wants their kitchen in before Christmas. Yeah. And oftentimes it's the countertops that drag that thing out, don't yeah. they? And then you need to engage in a higher level discussion about the property. If you're phasing renovations room by room or floor by floor, you might be surprised about a project or a room that wasn't on your radar, but is critical to your partner. Sort of like a, a man cave or maybe that Carrie Bradshaw walk-in style closet. If there are any future plans of work to be considered, i.e. doing a kitchen um, right now, but you're planning on doing a bathroom that's adjacent to it a year later, you know, while the space is open, your contractor may advise you to do some pre-planning of infrastructure, say running additional wires from the panel um, or replacing bits of plumbing um, and all that kind of stuff so you don't have to cut open the walls in your kitchen um, multiple times in order to get all of those things done in the future. It may cost a little bit more now, um, but potentially less later. And as a bonus, you'll have a little bit less disruption down the road. The key here is to share your longer range plans. What are the must-haves? the items that you cannot do without, the ideas that you'd like to implement. And what are those little splurges that you might want to take on? Like, uh, I don't know, we always seem to have a splurge, don't we? We do, yes. Whether it's those gramophone uh, light fixtures that we have in our dining room. Yeah, we have a soft spot for lights. Yeah, we do have a soft spot for lights, don't we? Yeah. Um, or, you know, in your bathroom, maybe it's, a again, a fancy tub or, or something along that line. Or a sink. Or a sink. Yeah, no, we're kind of partial to sinks too, aren't we? Um, and then how much, if any work, do you want to take on? And really, do you have the time and expertise to take it on? Now, don't worry if you didn't get a chance to write all of these things down. They'll be in the show notes. We've worked on with many people over the years, and most of their questions all relate back the fear of making the right decisions to get the final version of their dreams. The dreams, many times, they can't actually see in their mind. The you know, common thing is I don't have the vision. I don't have the imagination. Once I see it, I know what I love, but I can't articulate it are all common comments that we hear while consulting and collaborating with our clients. Yeah. Interestingly, sometimes it just boils down to people not wanting to invest in their own project. They just want the contractor or the designer to somehow know what it is they want. And they want, of course, they want it done yesterday. Now, if I had a hundred bucks for every time I heard, well, when can you start and how much is this going to cost me? I may not be rich, but I could probably have a much larger Starbucks London Fog budget. Huh. <laughs> so please do your homework. Your contractor, designer, architect can't tell you what you want. We can only make suggestions. And yes, we may suggest things you've not considered, but you, if you can't provide us some clues as to your preference, our job is that much harder and there's a greater chance we'll miss the mark. Uh, we could end up wasting everybody's time uh, getting to the final result, or it could potentially cost you more money. So my top tips for people are 
even before we meet with them initially, is to gather ideas, images, uh, anything maybe from magazines, online resources such as Hows or Pinterest are great, and take the time to reflect on what is truly important to you. What do you want the space to do for you? And most importantly, how do you want it to feel? Now, my pro tip is when you're doing all of this homework, you have to know why the image resonated with you. Now, trust me, you may think you'll remember that it was that cabinet pull you noticed in that picture and not the color of the wood or the tile backsplash or the light fixture, but there's a good chance you'll look back at it and you won't remember why it is you pulled the image out to begin with. And then you'll be looking at the stack going, what the heck have I done? I personally like to use some sticky notes in magazines or books. And then House and Pinterest both have um, little areas where you can make notes as to you know, different things, whether you want to order that or the why that you want, you pulled that thing out. Yeah, and I think as you assess what your needs, be sure to keep in mind what the style of your home is. So ask yourself, what's your preferred design aesthetic? Do the two match? Um, if you're in a heritage home, say compared to a modern contemporary minimalist preference, I often advise that you respect the house and be sympathetic to its bones. You cannot turn an old Victorian into a modern marvel, or at least you shouldn't try to. Almost nothing breaks my heart more than seeing a project that just doesn't fit with the house. I know. It's tragic. It is tragic. Uh, The more you can identify about what you want, the easier it will be for us to help you create the scope of the job. The more scope that is identified up front, the easier it will be to compare quotes apples to apples and less juggling and scrambling will be uh, done during the project and most importantly, the costs identified up front so there will be less sticker shock afterwards. Now, thanks for joining us today. Now go do your homework. (laughs) And be sure to tune in next time as we'll be chatting DIY versus contractor. And do provide any feedback or ideas for the show at allthingsrenovation.com or cruise over to woodbeart.com and check out our work. And if you're into it, get social with us there. Ciao for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today and learning about all things renovation. We hope after listening, you feel even more empowered to take a confident role in your renovation dreams. You can find all additional episodes and resources for All Things Renovation at our website, allthingsrenovation.com. And if you're ready to make your house feel more like home, you can contact us at woodbeart.com to get started on your dream project now.